This episode is brought to you by livingrelief.com, a Wolfpack-owned business that is your source for Delta-8, CBD, THCV, gummies, tinctures, chocolates, all North Carolina-based quality products that can help with sleep, anxiety, pain, and countless other medical benefits. Highly recommend checking these guys out. Their stuff is really good. And if you use code REDWHITE20, you get 20% off your first order. That's REDWHITE20, livingrelief.com, living, R-E-L-E-A-F.com. Thanks for listening. I was raised by the wolves. I was raised by the wolves. I was raised by the wolves. All right, folks, we are back with another edition of the Red and White Podcast. I'm your host, Evan, here with a special, I won't call him a guest because he's been working behind the scenes. Mac, the intern, is joining us. Mac, how are you doing? Hello. How are you? <laughs> Mac's got a podcast <laughs> set up for his own podcast, which is way out of my realm. But, Mac, if you want to give it a plug, go ahead. Yeah, it's called uh, Nerds Aren't Real. We are on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, anywhere where you get your regular podcasting. Get Love your it. MCU news. Yeah. I don't know anything about what they talk about, but I listen and it's entertaining. It's usually Mac derailing his oh, podcast yeah. co-host. So we'll see how far that goes here. But good I, stuff. I, so y'all y'all I, check it out. I plan to employ the same methods with you. <laughs> I have no doubt about it. So I wanted to get on the mic and talk about this because the last, I don't know, three days or so, it's just been a shit storm of things happening. Uh, state hires. <laughs> Is it official yet? I don't even know if it's official yet. Kareem Robinson, the Clemson uh, assistant coach. I don't think that's officially. Is that official? Uh, yeah, I don't think so. No. Okay. Well, it's going to be official soon. Supposedly they're hiring the Clemson uh, assistant coach. And I personally have no way of measuring if any of these assistant hires are any good. Right? Like people say, oh, it's a good hire. It's a great hire. I don't know. Like, let me, let's see it play out. Let's see what. What they can bring is Keith's going to let them do their coaching, you know, thing. Can they recruit? I mean, if I go back and look at the history, like he doesn't have a great track record. And as we talked about earlier in the chat, he's responsible for bringing Danny Dixon from UK, MC, NBC, whatever it is, to NC State. And that alone should disqualify him. That was an all-time spin zone. I don't know who said it, but saying that he gets credit for having an ACC player. <laughs> yeah. I, right. Yeah. That was, uh, I was talking with James Henderson earlier and he's, and he, he walked it back. <laughs> so I quoted him earlier. Yeah. He, he had said, <laughs> you know, I give him credit for getting Danny Dixon to the ACC. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and he said, no, no, I meant that it, it, he swindled somebody by getting Danny Dixon to ACC. So he should be able to recruit. It's like, okay, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, I don't. So it's I just, good lying. Yeah, yeah, right. I, I don't know how to judge an assistant coach hire outside of their experience, and he's got some experience. I mean, he was at Clemson, but Clemson's never been that good. Yeah, he's just he's another guy that Keats knows from Louisville. Oh, and that great. to me, is, yeah, that's worked out well. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So it's another like James Johnson didn't work as a head coach. 
one of Keith's homeboys, you know, I, I don't know. That's my whole point. I don't want to spend the podcast dogging him. My point is that people are just like, Hey, it's a good hire. Pure. It's a bad hire. It's like, I, I just don't know. Like it's a basketball. I don't know if it's as important as like a, a football coach. Right. Yeah. He's not calling plays and right. whether or not Keats lets him do anything. It remains to be seen. Yeah. So he is replacing Mike Summy, one of the fired coaches from a couple weeks ago. Coincidentally, Mike Summy, who was Sean Phillips' lead recruiter, is no longer at NC State. Sean Phillips decides to decommit from NC State. Yeah. This is. What, what do you think about all that? What do you. Where, where's your head at? I'm trying to. I'm trying. I'm just waiting. I don't know if we're at rock bottom yet. It feels like it, but I say that. And then like next week, Ernest Ross will transfer or like the, one of the four players that we have returning will leave. I, I, I are we going to be able to field a roster next year? Cause that seems questionable at this point. Oh, you know, it's a valid question. So I put it out on Twitter earlier that none of these, like this one in particular, this decommitment doesn't mean anything to me because what, how I see it is, this was going to happen regardless or something like this was going to happen regardless, right? His, the guy he has a relationship with was just fired. And so now he doesn't apparently have a good relationship or much of a relationship with Keats or the rest of the staff. I don't know if that's a normal approach to recruiting or if that's, you know, I'd imagine it's not. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it. I don't know if that's normal or not, but so, that's expected to me. And so at this point, what I, my only point with all of it is there's enough guys in the portal. This stuff, this thing was going to happen. I'm not going to get, it's not an indictment. This of all things is not an indictment of Kevin Keats to me. Like I already don't think yeah. he's good enough. I don't think he's going to be here after next year, regardless of what happens. And I'll explain that later. But this, this is not a surprise. People are all getting all worked up and it's just because it's, um, something that they can use for their argument. Hey, look, this sucks. Or like, yeah, I get it. It does suck. Keats is not building the right program or building a program, but our administration isn't going to do anything about it now. Like, so I'm not yeah. going to browbeat anybody over this right now. Right. Right. Yeah. We're stuck with them at this point. May as well just let him see what he can do. If you're Phillips, I completely understand not wanting to come here. You're likely to have a whole new staff nine months from now. So why would you even like, just go somewhere else and have a better career. I know Will was having his old man takes about he should, he made a commitment and he should come to the school. <laughs> I don't agree with that. There's no reason having an Ian Steer situation with someone who doesn't want to be here. Yeah. I don't know. This was in the pod chat earlier and I don't know <laughs> how drunk Will was at 9am this morning, but that was really <laughs> one of his very, very not, Will takes he was uh, on an island on that one saying that we should yeah. just make him make him come <laughs> like keep him in his LOI because yeah. that'll really work on the recruiting trail yeah yeah Keats has already like alienated himself from all the other high school coaches in the state this will really help that you're right yeah I just yeah I don't, I, that, was a, that was a weird take I, I you know Keats has got the hope and the fans have got the hope that the assistant coaches have to can rely on the relationships they built at other places in order to bring talent in. Because as we've talked about in the chat and somebody had done a really deep dive that 
I need to write up for the site, but Keats's recruiting has all been based around A.W. Hamilton, who is now at Eastern Kentucky. And he needs to be able to, since he can't leverage that one anymore, leverage some of these new guys. And there's a ton of talent in the portal, right? It's There's, there's so yeah. many players out there that you can get, and I'm not saying that we're going to get them all. And the likelihood of us getting six, you know, high caliber players from the portal, or I think this maybe four or five, I'm not sure where the number's at. It's going to be about six when it's all said and done. It's not going to happen, right? I, I just don't think we'll get a couple and we'll probably backfill and maybe take a chances on a few Eric Lockett's or Danny Dixon's and we know how that Great. turns out, right? <laughs> but there's the portal is there for us to get players. So it's just, I'm not nothing is going to happen right at this point, like just yeah. getting upset and yelling about Keats and the program. Like, yes, I agree. And so I'm saying on Twitter, people are coming at me like, dude, I agree. I don't like where this program is headed and it's, it's frustrating to see, but at this point, what are you going to do about it? Just take a step back, breathe and realize this is recruiting college basketball recruiting of all things is just ridiculous. And so just let it happen. Let it play out. Let's get some portal guys coming in. They'll get somebody. They'll they'll yeah. be something. I mean, it's not a it's not a very glowing endorsement, but at least they're gonna get some talent. Like I'm not worried about them getting or not getting players, right? Right. Yeah. I'm oddly more hopeful for things like right now than I was a month ago. That's probably just the longer I get away from last season, the more I'm okay with things. But I mean, Landers Nolly, he's really good. I yeah. That's a great pickup if you can get him. These old Miss guys are all fairly decent. Um, there's plenty of talent available. And there's a sales pitch of there's plenty of playing time here. No one no one owns any minutes right now. You've got Marcel, who was hurt most of the time. Ross with a broken leg. I mean, I don't think there's any returners that are solidified in their minutes so you can sell a clean slate to a grad transfer and get all the minutes you want showcase yourself hopefully you get a draft out of it um but i yeah there's no point in complaining and uh, there's also no point in complaining when the roster can be completely different a month from now yeah that's exactly it. the roster is going to be completely different and i'll and Landers Dolly would be a great addition, probably better yeah. than all but one of the players we had last year, right? I mean, yeah, I think he'd be that good if you can bring him in. Now, I understand people are upset because Luis Rodriguez, the guy from the wing from Ole Miss, who's apparently committed to us in secret on his visit last week and then goes to visit on to UNLV and then decides not to commit to us and commit to UNLV. Like, I don't know where that stands right now. I don't think that saga is done, but the the whole thing was that he wants to be closer to home. And I'm sitting here thinking like the kid went to prep school in Connecticut for four years, played basketball at Ole Miss. And now North Carolina happens to be too far from home. Like there's some weird stuff going on there. That's just an easy excuse to use to get out of it. Right. So, but that saga's not over. He could still commit, but I understand where you know people are concerned about it. The the one that I think really stands out was 
the Tennessee center who were like, yeah, we're really into this guy. And then we're not in his top four when he released the other day. It's like Wake Forest, Arizona State, SMU, and somebody else. Like two of the four programs were just like, huh? Yeah. If he goes to Wake, that will be yeah. rock bottom. That will be, that's officially rock. I, I think Wake is now my most hated team, I think, in the ACC, just with all oh, of the antics yeah. they've had in the last couple of years. If he ends up at Wake, or if any of these guys <laughs> end up at Wake, I'm pissed. I mean, Wake's definitely my my one B. Like, I'll still hate Carolina more than anything, but yeah, Wake Forest has spoiled enough of our good seasons and good things that I've got no t- I got no t- no love for Wake Forest, none none whatsoever. And their fans are just like Carolina fans; it's just a lot less of them. They'll show up when when they're winning, and otherwise, you won't hear from them. So, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to think about this thing. And and what I said earlier uh, on Twitter was, I think there is a 1% chance that Keats is even here next year, no matter what. And somebody argued with me and said, well, if, you know, if he wins, he makes a sweet 16 run. And then they backed off and they said, well, what if he just, you know, makes it to the semifinals in the ACC tournament, which are two very different things. What does Keats need to do in order for you to say like, oh. he's he'll be here next year? Oh God, <laughs> uh, he has to finish top four regular season and make the semis and make the Sweet Sixteen. <laughs> I think he has to do all of that. I don't think it's just one thing. He also he hasn't won an NCAA tournament game, so I'm I I'm not holding out for that to happen. I think Quinn said he'll walk to the sweet 16. If we make it next year, <laughs> I'm, I'm right there with him. Um, I honestly, I think our ceilings in it next year, which has also been Keats's ceiling the last four years. So I, I, I see no reality in which he ends up back here. If he was already looking for Penn state two years ago, which isn't a good basketball program. He's not going to stay here. I mean, that's the thing. He's been looking to reset his clock for a while. It was Penn State, and then there's some other jobs that are of lower caliber than Penn State basketball and NC State basketball. That would surprise some people if we talked about him. But let's say even if he does win, which the likelihood of that, we all know, is not very good, he's not sticking around. He's going to find any way out the door that he can. He's going to look, look, yeah. look at the turnaround I did. NCAA cloud was gone, and now I brought them to the oh, ACC the tournament semifinals, according to this guy. Like, the, to me, there's no chance. And then if he has a bad season, he's gone, right? It's just yeah. – I don't see how this ends up with 2023 Kevin Keats as the head coach. Well, also, I mean, with everything that's happened this last year and a half, there won't be a roster in 2023. All these guys will be gone, and he's not recruiting anything right now. And there's not going to be a Josh Hall to leave us at the altar. I, I mean, yeah, I fully expect to get to the end of the year, and then he, I won't see the Twitter announcement, but he'll he'll end up somewhere and tout his four out of five postseason appearances. <laughs> Post, postseason appearances, yeah, it's always a good one. Yeah, you know. I don't, I don't really know. Like, I don't, I don't know what it's weird that this, we are, we're, we're at 
we are where we are at this point. But I don't really know what I expected. When they said they're going to keep him on. I didn't expect this. this (laughs) Like, this is our guy. Yeah, like, yeah, you're right. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. Like, I think we're at the bottom. I don't think there's, I'm not sure how much worse it can get. What do you think about all the, the, the group of fans who think that, like, it's been 30 years and we haven't had a good hire, so why bother? See, that's the part where I disagree from a lot of people because yeah, I think we've had such poor administration for the longest time that it it's not to say that it you know we're cursed or there's some some force holding us down, right? It's yeah, we've just been inept and we've hamstrung ourselves for the longest time, and I've said this repeatedly that. I think we finally have decent administration. You know, Debbie Al turned turned some things around, gave some sign of life. Like if you weren't winning, she was getting rid of you. And by all accounts, Boo does, you know, he's very highly regarded, even though he does act. That's the the AD of the year. Right. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I don't know what to expect from him, but I got to think his reputation is there enough or it has been earned to the point where he he would be he would make a decent hire now, or maybe just yeah. not completely bungle the search like Lee Fowler did multiple times. Yeah, because I think you can win here. I think there's a, it's a place where sure we have expectations. I don't think our fans are any crazier than anybody else, despite what a lot of people think. I think you can win, and I don't even think you have to be that. Like good, like we saw what what Herb did, right? Herb was, and right. he was a good basketball coach. And I'm gonna say great. He was he was a, a decent basketball coach, and he got us like middle of the pack, somewhat competitive at some points. Mark Godfrey was busy doing a lot of things that were not basketball, and he still would find a way to get you know sweet sixteens and recruit players and do things. Like if he was here in the NIL era, he would be flourishing. I would kill to have Godfrey back. I just the two sweet 16s alone. I, I think that's what I, I I'd say most fans expect to be top half of the ACC. And then every four years make a run at the top four or a sweet 16. I don't think that's a crazy expectation. I don't think, I mean, Arkansas at this point, they were terrible three years ago and now they're going to be number one next year. Right. And everyone's going to pick them to win the national championship. I don't expect that of state. I never expect to get there. But a sweet 16, that's all I need. Give us that extra week of publicity, and I'm fine. Keats can't do that right now, but I don't think it'll take a lot of investment to get to that point. So I've just been holding out hope that like we get through the end of the year, the buyout reduces, and Boo can pay $4.5 for a good coach and just let him ride the rest of the way. Yeah, I think you're well right. I, like, the my expectations aren't to be a national power right away. I want to just be competent in a lot of things. Yeah, right? that would go a long way. Not being on the bubble, like being good enough where you're not on the bubble. Like, you don't have to be top three, which would be great. But if you are competitive enough where you are in that five spot, you're not on the bubble. You're competing with. You know, all the teams around you're not getting blown out by the heels. You're not, you're doing a lot of things that 
I think would be a respectable, yeah, respectable basketball program. Yeah, I don't think that's too much to ask for this program with its history. Yeah, the that graphic that got tweeted out about NBA players in the playoffs. It's sad sad. that we are not on that. I mean, I think that should be one of the biggest things for the next coach would be to develop an NBA player. Because other than TJ Warren, we really haven't had that. Right. If you look at this list, I'm like looking at some of these schools that are on here and some of these logos. Lehigh. Yeah, Lehigh. (laughs) I don't know. We even know FGSU, FGCU, so Florida Gulf Coast, you know, San Diego State, SMU, Wyoming. Like it's 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 sad. Ohio, yeah, Ohio you State, can Ohio. Yeah. You can luck into an NBA player, and we still haven't even done that. And the That's, guys that potentially could leave for that, I don't think will be in the NBA. In the real NBA, I think they'll just be G League guys, which is fine. Right. It's money, but we, I mean, we That's, don't have anywhere yeah. near that. Like City Low was able to bring in top 10 classes, right? It can be yeah. done here. And I don't think that's, I don't think it's crazy. I mean, but like he was on the door of getting these good guys. They just never, you know, fully showed up. So it's, it's, you know, States have got enough facility wise investment wise to attract the Lacues and the halls and the Sadiq bays. Yeah. He's got to close the deal. And I think that's, yeah. That's one of the things that has been, I won't say lacking, was kind of a weak <laughs> word, but that's just, they haven't been able to do it. Right? You haven't been able to get your best players on campus yeah, for whatever well, reason that is. Let me ask. So obviously he's got the poor relationship with high school coaches. Does he have a relationship with any of the AAU circuit to get some of those guys? And you would think that's where he would shine. Right. Yeah. That was his Hargrave connection. That's what we brought him in. Everybody's like, yeah, he can rebuild his roster. It, that's one of the things that in hindsight, we all see that. And we're like, well, was he rebuilding the Hargrave roster or was it just Hargrave reloading because it's yeah. Hargrave? Yeah. I think it's probably more of the latter. I think it's more Hargrave doing Hargrave things. Now, I think he probably has some relationships with AAU coaches, but does he leverage them? I don't know. I keep going back yeah. to the LL story, which I don't know if you remember that one it was a couple weeks ago during the, in the spaces. Yeah. During the Twitter spaces and LL, yeah. former Carolina Panthers son was the top junior college player in the country came on and said, he walked up to Kevin Keats and introduced himself as LL. Hey, I want you to meet my son. And Keats blows him off and says, oh, you know, I'm not Kevin Keats. I just look like him. And like, <laughs> how do you build relationships with like that? And like, this is not I forgot is that parent, detail. <laughs> this is a parent of the number one junior college player in the country who that ended up at Louisville, Twitter, right? Yeah, he went to Louisville. Yeah. And good enough for Louisville, not good enough for Kevin Keats. Yeah. That, that week that LLs came on and told that story. His son scored God. 19. He had 19 and nine against Duke in that game. And I'm yeah. just like, you know, could he use so I, Yeah. How does he have a relationships? I would think so. Does he yeah. leverage them? I don't know. Like I, I just, the, somebody had put out there that 
he, we didn't have any recruits visit basketball, basketball game this year. That's I, I don't know if that's true. It, it makes sense as to why Sean Phillips, that was his name, right? Yeah. yeah. Makes sense why he doesn't have any relationships with any of the other coaches. Right. He never showed up to campus. I yeah. mean, I don't know how you, how does boo see that and think that that's okay. You're not recruiting at that point. I don't know what you're doing at that point. Right. Yeah. If that is what true coach? and somebody else had kind of verified it. So he had it in my eyes. I haven't seen anybody there. Yeah. That to me is very alarming. Like, I don't know how you go through a basketball season. And now granted, I wouldn't towards the end of this year, I wouldn't want a whole lot of people visiting either. I get it. Yeah. But that is just not a way to recruit. Like LJ Thomas is a funny one. Like he's the, the one guy left in Keats's recruiting class who didn't play high school basketball this year. So he hasn't played <laughs> since he was a junior. There's no film on him. And then somebody puts out on, I don't know if it's Twitter or somewhere else that, I wonder if Keats got catfished and this guy doesn't really exist. Like that would not, that would be it very much. Part it of, wouldn't that would be the rock me. bottom. That would be rock bottom. If that were, yes. Yeah. If you got catfished by a recruit, you committed, kept a spot scholarship uh, spot for. <laughs> yeah. Luckily that is what Ernest Ross was before he got here. He didn't play his senior year. That's true. So hopefully if we, if we can turn out like that top 50 player, that's good. I mean, I know Keats, or well, I know it was reported that Keats had guys at the spring game. So maybe he does all this in the off season. But yeah, I would leverage I, football too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's way more fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I was gonna say like at least bring him to a cupcake, but we lost those too. So there's not even really a good game to bring these guys to. It's um, Sean Phillips is now tweeting all of oh his God. offers. Washington Already? State, Georgia State. Yeah, like right now it's recording. <laughs> it just popped up on my Twitter feed. Georgia State. Yeah. Washington if we lost State. This guy Georgia to State. Georgia State. That would be that would be fantastic. You know, I for Sean and any other high school recruit, I don't I don't blame him. Like he yeah. does his, uh, let alone some he's not here who recruited him, despite. Most Wolfpack fans saying, "Oh, who, you know that guy didn't do anything." Like, you're wrong. <laughs> he was actually one of better coaches on the staff. But I digress. Wow! If you're I a high school, stu- if you're a high school kid, you know that Keats' seat is hot. You know that the likelihood of him being here is low. Yep. Because he's got a hot seat. Now they might not know how active he is looking for other jobs, which I get. But he's got, like, you know, he's not going to be, he's not going to be your coach for four years. If you're planning on staying in college for more than a year, probably not going to be your guy. So I don't blame any high school kid for not coming. You Keats better hit the portal and say, look, we both got one year here. (laughs) Let's do it. We'll make everybody better. We'll make everybody some money and get out of here. Like I got, just got a feeling that's the messaging that's going to happen. Yeah, I, I fully expect to hit June or July and have to pick up a Jalen Gibson or Danny Dixon type player. Mm. Or yeah, Gibson will just take his name out of the port. Oh wait, no, he's committed to Winston Salem. Yeah, yeah, good old D two guy. Um, yeah, I, I there's no reason to come here. Keats hasn't given anything to 
make a player want to show up here. Yeah. And he already ostracizes, you know, former players. So there's really not much going for Keats at this point. And if you're, yeah, why waste your transfer to come here for a year and then transfer out? May as well just go somewhere else for three years and then get a grad transfer. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I don't fault any high school kid for not coming. I, yeah. I just, people just need to l- let this portal play out. Right. We'll feel out what comes. It's not going to be like, let's not have any delusions of grandeur. We're not going to be a final four team next year. Right. Let's just hope that we're not suffering through another absolutely miserable basketball season. Let's hope he gets enough. I'm pulling for Kevin Keats because I like NC State. I'm pulling for him to get enough players that we are a competitive basketball team. I don't know if I believe it's going to happen, but I'm pulling for it because I want to see us win. It's frustrating. Especially if football doesn't go to where we think it might this year. The hot seat for Keats just gets even hotter. I mean, he was able to kind of ride through football success the beginning yeah. of the year. And if football's disappointing and then you start out losing to Wright State or St. Louis, I I don't know if he makes it through the year. I'd, I'd, it'd be great if we're relevant in March and I can actually look at a bracket for the first time in five years and see our name on it. But yeah, I'm not I'm not confident. Number one player in the portal, Kendrick Davis, guard from SMU, has cut his list to seven teams that are, do not include us. So, yeah, there goes there go that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, this Florida kid is intriguing, the one that Matt posted. Oh, yeah. But, okay. So, there's another, um, that, that's a perfect example why it's yeah. not, people shouldn't get bent out of shape. Let me go find that kid's name. Jalen Reed, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Reed, so he was a composite four-star, number 75 player in the country, number 16 power forward, 6'10", 220 from California, had committed to Florida. Mike White had left to Georgia, I think. And then – Yes, Georgia. But the interesting thing is that Jalen Reed was down to Florida and Ole Miss when he committed. Ah. And his lead recruiter was Levi Watkins at Old Miss. So again, people are bent out of shape. You're going to lose Sean Phillips, but maybe you get this other guy. There's just so many players that are going to be in the portal. This kid is, I believe, higher ranked than Phillips. You know, it's still it. There's still there's still players out there that can then come in. We'll have, we will have a basketball team next year. <laughs> like that might be a low bar, but there will be a team playing. Chase Graham will be the starting point guard, but we'll be there. <laughs> Chase Graham gets back to his weird <laughs> tweets too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. His long felt goodbye to Sebron, but Sebron's coming back guys. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's funny, man. It's it's what we always say is watch what they do, not what they say, and not what the people say. You know, it's the yeah. same thing with Dillingham, like deleting all his NC State stuff from his No, no, it just means he's uh reclassifying. Like how does that <laughs> how does that work? I don't know. It's it's unfortunate that we are where we are in basketball, but I don't think anybody should be getting too riled up over it. Because there's really nothing yeah. you can do at this point. The administration's not going to do anything. So let's just hope we get some better talent. 
right? That's yeah. that's kind of where I am. Yeah, I mean, Keats showed in his first year that he can get good transfers for a year. I mean, if you can get an Al Freeman right now, that'd be great. Or yeah. DJ Funderburk. That was I mean, he's had good transfers. It's just right now we're not really picking anybody up, which is fine, but the portal will I I, I do think that the portal kind of closes pretty soon with the high talent players. I think they'll kind of be picked up by the end of May. Um so hopefully, you know, in these next month and a half we can have a little bit more solid ground um, because that's when we're going to end up with a a Danny Dixon or someone on that caliber. Yeah. Danny Dixon, Danny Dixon, Wyatt Walker, Eric Lockett. (laughs) I thought Lockett was going to be so good. (laughs) So did I. I really did. I I was, I was on board. I bought in. (laughs) I've learned my lesson at this point, though. I'm just going to wait and see what happens. Like, I'm not, I don't think anybody should just get worked up, man. So, how many assists I have on this? I don't know if you have anything else you want to add. But how many, uh, after this Clemson guy, are there any other open assistant spots? No, that's it. Or is that it? That would be two. Got it. Okay. Uh, Technically, Roy Roberson is still on staff through the month of April. Uh, Yes. Yeah. But (laughs) after that, he is done. So, after tax season comes up, <laughs> yeah, after it gets uh, gets your taxes done, <laughs> gets your four hundred one k filled out for Keats, yeah, yeah. But all right, everybody, chill out. We'll see what happens with the portal. Uh, I mean, it's unfortunate where we are, where we are, but there's no need to go raging on it. You got to expect these things are going to happen. Let's just hope we get some talent. Anyway, Mac. Yeah, trust. Thank, thanks, Joel Mead. Uh, <laughs> Mac, thanks for joining me. Thanks for filling in for for Will. We'll have you, you have it. you on more often now that you have actual podcast microphone. <laughs> yeah, but, sounds good. As always, thanks for listening. Go back. Go back. I was raised by the